sure. So that is up to the donor. It is, this is donor driven. There are also funds that come that are undesignated. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of the fun part because then based on what the donors have chosen, Mm -hmm. say for example, JDRF out of all of those, after the campaign season, they received 8% of the designations, they would get 8% of oh, what was undesignated. Oh. So it's re- the power of those designations right. really brings them even more money than what you budged. Welcome to High Trust Professionals, a podcast where we interview top industry and community leaders, business owners, and entrepreneurs from across the country. Hear what it takes to build trust, be a respected leader, be productive, and win your day. Sit back and relax as we dive into another episode of High Trust Professionals podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to High Trust Professionals Podcast. I'm Lynette Arismith, your host, here today with my friend Shonda Shirley. Say that 10 times. Hi, Shonda. Good morning. Thanks Hi. for being here. Thank I you. I really appreciate that. So Shonda and I met through a mutual friend, kind of the power of networking, I would say. And Shonda is the Director of Community Engagement with CHAD, which stands for Combined Health Agencies drive. You got right? it. Yes. Yes. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I was just so taken back by your story when we had coffee that day. And so I thought it might be nice to bring you and Chad to the audience and so that they can learn more also. So let's start with you. What's your specific role and maybe the breadth of your responsibility? Absolutely. Well, again, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Um, Such a privilege to be here. So thank you. It was wonderful to meet you over coffee as well. Again, my name is Shonda Shirley. I work for CHAD, Combined Health Agencies Drive, which is a nonprofit federation. We are, our real purpose since 1972 has been to raise funds across the state of Nebraska Mm -hmm. uh, to support the mission of so many member health agencies so many of whom you've, you've heard of, and a lot of these are actually national um, agencies, including uh, we've got the JDRF, uh, we have the American Lung Association, uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, um, there's uh, Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, we have so, so many different health causes that um, people across Nebraska care about. We're able to go into companies and do uh, campaigns where people are able to do like a payroll deduction to support um, the causes that um, they care most about. Maybe you've lost someone uh, close to you uh, with Alzheimer's. Well, this is an opportunity to go ahead and uh, through your employer, you're able to designate your contribution, your charitable Mm -hmm. contribution to a cause that you care about. So we're so, able to bring that choice to so many places across the state. Which, in a nutshell, that's like that's like a lot. It is. In fact, since 1972, we've raised over $64 million. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so what's your role? Like, what do you do? Why are, my you, role, why are you the one that's here with me today? <laughs> my role is to, um, I'm, I'm a forward-facing entity for representing Chad. All things Chad, I'm the one that is inside going to employers and finding ways to um, engage their employees and get them connected to causes that they care about. Mm-hmm. Not just getting their their monetary contribution, but also helping them see the value in what these resources are 
that are some of the best in the country because Chad is kind of a one and only, the only one doing this in Nebraska, right. making the resources available to those who need it across the state. So let's go back to what Chad represents, Combined Health Agencies Drive. That's probably what sparked my interest the most when we sure. chatted and I learned more. So nonprofits, there's so many organizations that do great things. Oh, yes. That have needs, right? I mean, gosh. Um, so talk to me about what makes Chad different and putting it into perspective. So, you know, in the corporate world, like you said, there's this payroll deduction option. So sure. often, like back in the day, um, it was, hey, you need to contribute to United Way. Again, fantastic, but that was linear. Correct. And so, you know, give us an example. So using United Way just as an example because sure. it's well known. Help us put Chad into perspective there. Um, great question. So Chad was brought about um, just over 50 years ago here in Nebraska because there were large corporations that were saying, hey, there are so many of these health nonprofits coming through the door asking for money. And they don't really have the manpower to be doing that in the first place. So they need to be focused on mission. So that's uh, because of that demand from the, the workplace and the leadership out there, we were able to put something together, a federation that is just for health causes. Now, you brought up United Way, another wonderful organization. Um, in Nebraska, for example, there are, I believe, currently 16 United Way chapters. And so they're covering basic needs for their respective communities. Mm -hmm. What Chad does is make sure people across the state know and utilize and fund and support these leading health agencies so that, God forbid, you get a diagnosis or your four-year-old gets diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, mm -hmm. you've got resources upon discharge from the hospital. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what this is about. Um, everyone can, if you looked at our 24 member health agencies, you can, you will, I promise you'll find at least one that is close to your heart. In addition to that, um, if, for example, um, you uh, wanted to contribute $100 to JDRF through your employer, um, with the Chad campaign and you designate $100 to JDRF, mm -hmm. JDRF will get $100 from you. And they know it will come from you. Right. So 100% of um, your dollars that you are pledging to go towards a, a cause you care about, 100% of that is going to them. Which was one of my questions. And that's because, you know, you think, well, who's getting what cut, right? Is there an administrative yep. fee? Is there a yada yada? So are you telling me that if my employer chose to engage in a campaign mm -hmm. with Chad, mm -hmm. I could take all of these, any one of these organizations and choose where I wanted to give, yep. to whom I would love to contribute? Absolutely. You can also do it in honor of someone. Um, you can have it evenly distributed to all 24 or anything in between. Sure. So That's that is amazing. up to the donor. It is, do, this is donor driven. There are also funds that come that are undesignated. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of the fun part because then based on what the donors have chosen, mm -hmm. 
Say, for example, JDRF, out of all of those, after the campaign season, they received 8% of the designations. They would get 8% of oh, what see. was undesignated. Oh. So it's the power of those designations right. really brings them even more money than what you pledged. You know, our audience might know J what JDRF stands for. Um, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Thank you. Yes. Perfect. All these acronyms. <laughs> I know they're all the world of uh, nonprofit acronyms for sure. Yes. So I kind of want to dive into a couple things, but before we get there, is there one entity that you feel might be uh, your biggest competitor? I would have to say the biggest competitor is the economy. Oh, great answer. Oh my gosh, that is so true. I was, I was reading over the weekend just about how the economy, because you know, when you're looking at where, where do I, what am I going to give up? Yes, or where your do expenses, I need to the, as your expenses go up and the rate of your compensation is not keeping up with that, well, right. what's the first to go or the first to get squeezed is your discretionary spending. Yes. Um, so having as mm -hmm. compelling a message as possible um, to resonate with with potential donors out there is is uh, it's tough and so it's since COVID it's it's been a it's a different world yeah well it's a very different world but you know that also leads us to understand why they have a you you know why does an organization like Chad have a you it's so that you can tell the story bring awareness yes to potentially bring in those folks that might like to engage contribute volunteer, which we'll talk about too. Sure. So how do you gauge your success? How do I gauge my success? Yeah. How do you gauge if you're, if you're successful even in your role or how does Chad gauge its success as an organization? I gauge my success by, um, I'll say a really good, I'll give an example of Things that I have done, things that I've created, and it can be something silly like swag, stuff oh. we all get. Um, <laughs> another acronym, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was because of a swag that I, a item that I had created that brought um, a young professional to come and see me at a health fair, and she wanted one. I was out. Well, come and, lo and behold, she's actually the head of a very large young professional group that is looking oh. for ways to engage in the Love community. <laughs> and Love we still that. we still joke that it all started with the highlighter. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's um, the little things that you did spend some time on and seeing what it actually can, um, what it brought you to. It's it's every day is a little bit different. And those it's those little steps that I think are mm -hmm. um, it was brand awareness. It got her interest. Right. Um, and it worked. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes. What a great story. So tell me what you're seeing in terms of trends, nonprofit trends mm -hmm. that you're seeing right now. Um, I have been in um, nonprofit fundraising uh, for about seven years. And what continues to stump the nonprofit sector is how to get the younger generation um, in the workplace uh, that is to get them engaged mm -hmm. in causes they care about. It's really tough to, to get them on board. Um, with, that, uh, with that said, the other problem that we're having now is the pandemic and the aftermath. It's starting to come into focus now. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, here in Nebraska, 
uh, one of our uh, member agencies is the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, the new, let's see, the second leading cause for death in Nebraska uh, for Nebraskans age 10 to 44 is in fact suicide. Oh my gosh. Um, so that is extremely concerning. The young professional age range, right in the middle of that. Um, do you think it's loneliness? I mean, yes. In fact, that's, I'm so glad you brought that up. There's a study, right? The uh, Surgeon General just came out with a new wording that isolation um, is causing serious issues. Obviously, it's uh, directly affecting mental health, mm -hmm. um, and which also definitely affects your and significantly affects your physical health. Mm -hmm. So what is our solution? Get involved in something you care about. Um, and that's where what I have really been pushing with employers mm -hmm. um, who already support Chad and understand the value of these resources with these member agencies to have in our state. Um, I've really been getting out there and pushing with employers that they need to embrace and make sure they're offering PTO, for example, so that they can their workforce can go out and get engaged, feel some real purpose again. Mm -hmm. And there's so much data out there as you know about the benefits of volunteering and what that does to you yes uh, mentally mm -hmm. uh, it's it is such a synergistic solution because the pandemic has also caused a huge disconnect between the nonprofits and the volunteers they need so this i came up with what we call the live initiative um, which stands for leadership and volunteer engagement you're welcome to go to chadnebraska.org you'll see it right at the top and it shows all of our 24 member agencies. Mm -hmm. um, you can click on JDRF, for example, or Arthritis Foundation. You click on that logo and you will see all of their current opportunities they've got available, whether it be uh, a board member, mm -hmm. um, event committee, a day of event type, um, just whatever you're comfortable with, wherever you are in that process mm -hmm. of wanting to get involved. But it's a great starting point for people who do care about health but not really sure where they want to go. It's a great, it's almost a menu, just a litany of all of these different opportunities that people can get involved in. So we're starting to get this in front of more health fairs. And it's, mm -hmm. it's, uh, I've never seen a time where it's needed more. I couldn't agree more. I, you know, one of the things after we visited and I learned about Chad, of course, I go to the website. <laughs> of course. You creeped us. Okay. I did. I was Great. a creeper. And oh my gosh, the options and opportunities. Yeah. You know, one of the things that struck me with our original conversation is just that it's those young professionals trying to engage the young professionals so that they don't feel isolated and or alone um, and can have purpose. You know, even as a team here at the office, we'll go do things as a team. Yes. And say, hey, let's go do whatever, you know, to serve somewhere. And yes. it's just that sense of togetherness and accomplishment. Well, and there's a lot of employers, too, that are um, hybrid offices or even mm -hmm. still full virtual. Yes. How Companies need to be getting, you've got a work bestie. Everyone's got a work bestie. Get together and get on an event committee somewhere yeah. um, and, and just do something. It feels so good. It also benefits the employer because their logo gets out there. Right. It's, it's pure synergy. You know, so uh, <laughs> you talk about the work bestie. We, as an organization, um, had a survey 
you know, that Gallup put together, of yes. course. Yes. And one of the questions, and I've seen it before over the years, is do you have a best friend at work? Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And, you know, it causes you to pause and go, okay, well, do I have a work bestie? Who's my work bestie? And I think back to the COVID, the work from home, and, you know, there was that disconnect. Yep. And so how, how did you you know, take five minutes over coffee in the morning and get caught up with your work bestie. A lot of us don't have water coolers at home. Yeah. You know, where where yeah. are those conversations? They're, uh -huh. they're not occurring. That yeah. that connectivity is gone. And mm -hmm. it's it's those little things that are, that have accumulated over this time frame with the pandemic. And we're, we're really seeing the results of that. We've got to reconnect. We got to have those tough discussions of people that we're worried about that are our loved ones. And yeah. So many resources so, ugh, resources are available yeah. on how to initiate conversations and helping helping each other to get more connected and mm -hmm. back into life. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, and immediately I think about all the different places that I plug in from a networking standpoint. And I'll, I'm thinking, okay, well, we're going to take this group and we're going to go and we're going to decide where are we going to serve? Where are we going to spend a little bit of time? Yes. Because it doesn't have to be, I mean, let's talk about that for just a minute. When you volunteer, it doesn't have to be, I'm going on a mission trip for a week. <laughs> right? It can be it, it, an afternoon. It, it, can be, um, it can be something with, um, like, United Cerebral Palsy. They have amazing um, and really fun uh, golf tournaments that they have. They also have a bar stool open, for example. They need people to um, help with where people park. If you're just there for maybe yeah. an hour or two in the morning or at the registration desk, greeting people as they come in. Sure. Um, I know that they, a lot of nonprofits need some of the younger ones uh, to help out with um, setting up and breaking down, yeah. you know, for various walks yeah. and events. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. I love that. I just, just getting, just get it. And when you leave after volunteering, it's a, uh, it's pretty fulfilling. It's a very mm -hmm. satiating sense of uh, purpose back in your community. I love that. I love that. Mm -hmm. So let's get a little personal. Ms. Oh, no. Shonda. Here we go. So what's the biggest piece of advice that you've ever been given? I would have to say... Um, and my mother didn't realize that I would still be quoting her, but I, it was so profound with me. Yeah. It takes little to no effort to lead people a little bit better than how we found them. I love that. I love that. There Isn't is that no true? reason to leave people worse. It is a battle out there, yeah. as is. And we've all seen those little sayings that you don't know what battle people are fighting. That's very true. Mm -hmm. So what can you do? It, it takes little to just even in a drive through I hope you are having a good day. Right? Are you having a good day? I hope you're having a good day. Just the little things. That um, makes such a difference. One of my favorite, favorite COOs that I've ever worked with and for always said, you know, leave whomever you're with, leave them better for the encounter. Just whatever that is, right? It could yes. be a compliment. It could be a conversation. It could be encouragement. It could be anything, right? And then, of course, there's Eleanor Roosevelt, one of my favorite quotes. Um, no one can make you feel inferior without your permission. Amen to that. Mic drop. Right? 
Well, but we need to keep them on for a oh. minute. <laughs> we can't drop the mic yet. Is there anything that we haven't talked about or I haven't asked that's important to you today? Check out chadnebraska.org. Uh, we're doing some re really cool things as, as our, our 24 member agencies. We consider ourselves a family. Um, 1972. Um, we have some new t-shirts. We're hoping to get those out on the website here soon. You're welcome to order one. Um, I love the logo, by the way. Total, I know. It's pretty cool. side note. Yeah. I yeah. love, hey, go check out chadnebraska.org. Chadnebraska Just check out the logo and buy a shirt. Yeah. yeah. Buy, and volunteer. And volunteer. Live initiative. Check yeah. out the live yeah. initiative. Well, yes. that's a wrap. That is a wrap. Thank you so much. Chandra. Thank you I for having me. so appreciate your time. Love, love what I've learned about Chad. Um, absolutely intend to get engaged and involved. And we need to get the younger professionals, right? The younger professionals just, I don't know if they just didn't grow up with that as a priority or they didn't know, right. but now we know. Yes. So thanks for joining High Trust Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Lynette Aerosmith. Hey guys, let's connect on social media. Let's see, where can you find me? Um, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and let's not forget TikTok. See you next time. <laughs>